Blog Talk Radio. about these four 
reasons why we should be willing to go out and share Jesus Christ with others. So the first reason is God's perspective. Well, God commanded us to go out to the people. He didn't suggest it. He didn't recommend it. He commanded us. And in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, this is what it says, and this is the New International Version, the NIV. Go, therefore, and disciple all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus commissioned us to go out and preach and or share him, spread the good news about him to all the people of this world. So going out and talking about Jesus is not really about our opinion. It's purely what he has done in our lives and the impact being in relationship with him has made on our life. And that should be, we should have a lot to talk about. The second reason is the believer, as believers. Let's, let's take a look at that perspective, that point of view. In John 16, 16, it says, again, this is the New International Version, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and I set you that you should be that you should go forth and bear fruit. So we know that Jesus is the true vine and we are the branches. He chose us and attached us to himself so we can bear fruit. He wants us to go forth and be fruitful. Now the fruit that's talked about in this particular verse is not the Christian virtues. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, but rather planting seeds of righteousness in the lives of others. You see, those seeds are planted, watered, and then God gives increase so they too, whoever it is, become believers and bear fruit. If we witness to others and others witness to others, and it goes on and on and on, just think how God's kingdom will grow exponentially. So the question for us believers is if we truly experience Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, why would we not talk about the good news of Jesus Christ and share that with others? with zeal, exuberance, humility, and conviction. The third reason is the unbelievers. Let's take a look at that point of view. So what is our responsibility toward our fellow man, toward our fellow human beings, mankind? Well, we know that mankind is wicked and spiritually depraved. We were created in God's own image. And the account of sin in the Garden of Eden resulted in what we call the fall of man, which separated us from God. Mankind to this day has a desperate spiritual need. You know, there's a component of our spiritual genetic makeup from God that is void, empty. And in order for us to be complete, whole, and restored, we must return back to God. And Christ made that possible by dying on the cross for the sins of the world. He is the supreme sacrifice, once and for all, the Lamb of God, who bridged that gap so that we can be reconciled, given back to our Creator. 
We get to spend eternity with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. So as believers, we are debtors. We are indebted, and we owe to the people around us, our relatives, friends, coworkers, neighbors, and others, to speak the gospel of Jesus Christ to them so that they would not perish but would believe in him and receive eternal life. Romans chapter 1, verses 13 through 15 says this, and it says it very, very well. And again, this is the New International Version, the NIV. Verse 13 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Verse 14 says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And verse 15 says, And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So just think back when someone approached you before you became a believer. It could have been a a family member, it could have been a parent, it could have been a, a, a teacher at school, it could have been a neighbor, but someone came and shared the good news with you. Not all of us had the benefit of becoming a believer at an earlier age. Some of us became believers later on as adults, uh, and, and so someone found it necessary and responded to the prompting of the Holy Spirit and shared with us the gospel of Jesus Christ so that we could believe, become believers, and belong to him. So we have the same sort of obligation uh, to talk to our relatives, friends, and coworkers, neighbors, and other people. And we should be excited about it. Like I said, we should be willing to talk about Jesus Christ with zeal, exuberance, humility, and conviction. The fourth area that I want to look at, or the fourth reason, is uh, Satan. So to be honest with you, I really don't like to give the devil much credence, but I know he exists. I know what he's about. He's the father of lies. You know, he's, uh, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's going to tempt us, and he's going to try to derail us, and he has a wrecking crew that works in, in cohort with him. But Satan has no jurisdiction or authority over my life or over your life, over our lives as believers. He will tempt us, but the choice is always ours as to whether or not we want to entertain his games. I know his tactics and what his games are. And so with that, that's why, that's one of the reasons why we want to witness for Christ. Because when we witness for Christ, it also defeats Satan's strategy of keeping people under his authority. And uh, the, the Lord Jesus, you know, needs us to speak the gospel to people so that they can come out from that, that jurisdiction. So you can't serve two masters. You can't have both feet in the camp. You're either for or against. And so if you're not, if you don't belong to Jesus Christ, you're not serving him as Savior and Lord, then you're technically... And this is a sensitive matter. You're technically serving Satan. So, but when we break that bond and that that and get out of that bondage and break those shackles and those chains, then Satan has no more authority over us. 
In Acts 26, verses 17 through 18, the NIV says, I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them. Verse 18 says, To open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the authority of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. See, when we share Christ with others and they confess Christ as their Savior, they are delivered out of the authority of Satan's grips. They no longer have to entertain his snares and his traps. They are no longer in darkness, but now the light of Christ and transferred into the kingdom of the Son of God. Every time a person receives the gift of salvation, another captive of Satan is released. Hallelujah. No wonder sometimes we struggle with opening our mouths and talking about Christ. That's what Satan wants to do, and Satan is God's enemy. He opposes our speaking because when people believe in Christ, Satan's kingdom suffers. Loss. Big loss. So in conclusion, to answer the question, how do we go about this? Well, Being saved and in relationship with Jesus Christ, it qualifies us to witness. There's no extra training, special training that you need. But I would say pray about it. Ask God where you should go and to whom he wants you to talk. Tell of your personal experience with Christ, just like you're having a conversation. That's all. Not a big deal. Listen to their questions, and if they don't, and if you don't have the answers, then say so, but promise to get back to them with an answer. It's never too late to have a conversation about Jesus Christ. If you've been a Christian most of your life, you can start now. If you're a babe in Christ, you can start now. Set a goal to talk to one person this week. And remember, God is with you. The Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. We are all called to do planting of seeds. And if it's on fertile ground, the watering and the increase will happen. So with that, I want to say I hope that you are able to consider the question again, our witness, does it really matter? And the answer to that, I would say, is yes, it does matter. I've given you four things to consider. I've given you God, who's commanded us to share the gospel, the believers, why would we not want to talk about Jesus Christ? The unbeliever needs to hear from us. They need to be able to hear the gospel so that they have that opportunity to accept Christ. And then Satan, you're just you're supporting his plan. So with that, I want to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. And we will talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. <laughs>